It is Sunday, May 11th, 2014. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do this. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, I tell my adventures in reality TV, I sample the chicken crust pizza, and this fall's new comic book TV shows. It's episode 7.13, Just Stuff. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I am doing okay. I hope you're doing pretty good as well. I'm kind of giddy right now. I have one of the rarest honors, well, the honor of pretty much anyone who works in the entertainment industry. I now have an internet movie database page. You go to the IMDb, you look up Mark Kappas, and boom, that's me. My name comes up. You'll see there are two credits to my name. One is Coco's Adventures. Uh, That's a little project a buddy of mine in Vancouver did a couple of years ago. He's like, hey, you want to do a voice in it? And I said, sure, okay, why not? So I sent in an audition tape, and boom, before you know it, I landed a part in the show. And I got my Internet Movie Database page out of that. And, of course, once I saw the page, I had to go in right away and add my second credit. When I was a driver for the Much Music VJ search when they filmed an episode in Edmonton. That's right. I worked on a reality TV show. You know, I always wanted to blog about it, but I don't think I ever told the story. Would you like to hear the tale of how I wound up working on the Much Music VJ search? Of course you do, because that's why you listen to this podcast. It's for crap like that. So here's how it all came about. We got to go back to the long ago time of 2006. It was my great year of unemployment when I was still looking for my first job in radio. One day I'm just hanging around the house and I get a phone call. It's from one of my old instructors at Nate. He said, hey Mark, I understand you haven't found work yet. Well, the Much Music VJ search is coming to Edmonton to film an episode and they need drivers. I know this isn't exactly what you're looking for and it's just a few days work, but you know what? It could be your foot in the door to bigger and better things. Would you like to go for it? And I said, sure, I'll go for it. So my instructor gave me the information for the producers. I got in touch with them. Everything was laid out. Wound up being three days of work. Day one was awfully easy. All I had to do was pick up the cast and crew from the airport. So I go into Edmonton. I pick up the van the production rented for me. I drive down to the Edmonton International Airport. I pick up the crew. I take them to their hotel in downtown Edmonton. Boom. That was it. Day one of work. That was all I did. Day two. Day two was where things got a little more interesting. So they were filming this episode of the Much Music VJ Search in Edmonton because uh, the whole competition for this episode was you had to go cover a concert. So they were covering a concert in Edmonton at the Shaw Conference Center. Now the hotel where the cast and crew was staying 
is literally right next door to the Shaw Conference Center. So I get to work there at like 9 in the morning, and then for the whole day, I'm just hanging out in the hotel of the lobby. It was around February of 2006. I remember that because the Turno Winter Olympics were on TV, so I spent a lot of time in the hotel bar just watching the Olympics on TV. Then that night around 5, 6 o'clock, I get the call from the producers. Okay, it's time to go to the concert. As I said, it's literally right next door. So everybody piles into the van. I drive them next door to the Shaw Conference Center. They all pile out. They go cover the concert. And then while they're enjoying the concert, I go back next door to the hotel and keep watching the Olympics on TV. I'm there hanging out for a few more hours. Then I get the call. Okay, Mark, we're done at the concert. It's time to go to the after party. So I drive back next door. Uh, some of the crew members pile into my van. And we head to the after party. It was at some bar on the south side. I forget which bar it is. So I drive them down there. As soon as I arrive, they're like, oh, Mark, perfect, you're here. Okay, so one of the contestants has decided to uh, duck out of the party early. You need to drive him back to the hotel. So the contestant gets into the van along with the camera crew. So while I'm driving them back to the hotel, you know, they're in the backseat. They're filming the whole confessional thing that you always see on the reality TV shows. Yeah, you know, I wanted to leave the party early because that contestant was being a jerk and that one was being a bitch, blah, 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 blah. But I will admit that contestant was a nice guy because when we did get to the hotel, he did shake my hand and say, hey, thanks for giving me a ride home tonight. So then after that, I drive back to the after party and the producer says, um, you know what, Mark, we're done with you for the day. You can go home. So I went home. And then the third day, again, e equally easy. Everything was all done. I drive back to the hotel and now I got to drive the cast and crew back to the airport so they can go home to Toronto. This was my favorite part because I got to drive the entire cast back to the hotel. They're all in the back, you know, the cameraman, he's sitting in the passenger seat, passenger seat. He's filming the cast as they talk about the entire experience. And I'm listening, sitting there listening to the whole thing thinking, man, this is the stuff that should really be on the TV show. Because they started talking about how much the show sucked and how lame it was being on a Canadian reality TV show where the prizes were so cheap. I'm just doing my darndest not to laugh. It was absolutely entertaining television but yeah they got to the airport they all piled out i took the van back to the rental place went home and that was it my three days of work on the much music vj search and ah that was fun i made a few bucks you know for three days work it was above average pay and yeah it was fun i don't think i ever told that story so just for you on today's episode
the Fates from Star Wars Episode One here on U62 The Targ. That's been on my mind lately because I'm looking at the calendar. We are fast approaching the 15th anniversary of Star Wars Episode One. Can you believe it? Episode One is now 15 years old. Boggles my mind. That and I've been uh, slowly making my way through Star Wars The Clone Wars on Netflix. I finished Season 1 this morning. You know, when Star Wars Episode 1 came out, I was actually very tolerant of Jar Jar Binks. I didn't mind his antics too badly. But watching The Clone Wars, whenever Jar Jar appears on TV, I want to rage punch my TV so hard. Jar Jar is so freaking annoying in that show. I've been told by my friends who have already seen the entire series that Jar Jar's involvement is drastically reduced in season two, so I'll have to watch and uh, see what happens. But anyways, how about if we do another installment of Mark Taste's Random Things? Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Mark Tastes Random Things, where I tend to go through some of the fast food treats that are available to me and just try them out. Today we are coming to you live from my kitchen table because I ordered a pizza on the way home, but not just any pizza. I am sampling Domino's Specialty Chicken. You might remember this made the headlines a few months ago. They called it the Chicken Crust Pizza. And now that it's in Canada, I saw that Domino's and Westlaw had it, and I'm like, dude, I have to try this. So, how do I describe the chicken crust pizza, a.k.a. the specialty chicken? Well, you got to picture it like this. Imagine a bunch of chicken nuggets. You lay them out on the pan. You sprinkle your traditional pizza toppings on top of them. Toss that in the oven to let the toppings bake, and boom, that's it. Specialty chicken. It's essentially chicken nuggets with pizza toppings on top. So there they got four different kinds. The one I have sampled tonight is the barbecue bacon specialty chicken. So I've already opened the box and I'm looking at it and uh, yeah, really not much I can say. It looks like a bunch of chicken nuggets and someone just dumped barbecue sauce and cheese and bacon on them. So now's the big thing, right? Now is the time for the sampling. I'm pulling one out of the box here. Mmm, nice sticky melty cheese. And let's give her a sample, shall we? Mmm. 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 It's okay. We got your generic fast food tasting chicken with some generic fast food barbecue sauce on it. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, really, I'm not seeing how it's different from, you know, Chicken McNuggets with barbecue sauce on them. Nope. Nope, very little sauce on that one. Mm. Oh, that's pure chicken. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what the big deal is, the way the media was calling it chicken crust pizza. It's not so much that. It's just chicken nuggets with, you know, the dipping sauce baked on, so... It's okay. I probably won't be having it again. Why have chicken crust pizza when you can have an actual honest-to-gosh pizza? So there you go. 
my sampling of the Domino's Specialty Chicken, a.k.a. the Chicken Crust Pizza. Everything's better with Mark Tapas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Tapas on U62, The Dark. A sail on our gabardine suits today. They're all 30% off from yesterday. There's four trail polyester leather wool and tweed. Just a visa or MasterCard is all you need. We got every color, we got every shade. We're located next door to Willie's Fun Arcade. We got every fabric that was ever made. But I'm known in this city as the king of suede. We got Portly and regular and extra long. It's my size of But I'm not a 
We're now King of Suede on U62 The Tar. Good afternoon, Mark Kappas. I actually wanted to play that a few episodes ago, but I forgot the CD at home. So finally, I get to play it for you. Coming to the end of uh, this week's episode of The Targ, but before I go, I gotta talk about the TV news. Man, oh man, superheroes really are dominating pop culture right now, aren't we? So many brand new superhero TV shows were announced for this fall. Well, not so much superhero as based on comic books. First up, over on the Marvel side of things, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was finally officially renewed for a second season. You know, granted, its ratings have been on a steady decline ever since the pilot, and people were complaining about the quality of the show. But as many critics pointed out, it was the highest-rated new hour-long television program this past season on major network television, so that pretty much guaranteed it would be back for a second season. On top of that, they announced another Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. type show, Agent Carter. Peggy Carter, you might remember her as Captain America's girlfriend in uh, Captain America the First Avenger. She's getting her own TV show. It's going to be about her fighting villains in the late 1940s and the early days of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, if you've ever seen the Agent Carter short film that came on the Iron Man 3 DVD, they are now saying that was the pilot episode, and I gotta say, that was probably the best short film they've done so far. So, check it out to get a flavor of what the series hopes to be. Now, over on the DC side, DC is cleaning up. They got four one-hour TV shows premiering this fall based on their properties. The big one, of course, is Gotham, all about the early days of Gotham City when Commissioner Gordon was just a rookie detective and the first case he lands solving the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents. Then on top of that, we're also getting The Flash. Uh, that's a spinoff of Arrow being done by most of the same people who did Arrow. You know, I loved the original Flash TV show back in the day, so I hope it's as cheesy cool as that. Uh, also, over on NBC, we're getting a, a TV show based on the classic comic book Hellblazer, being renamed Constantine for TV. Yep, John Constantine fighting the supernatural threats, as created by Alan Moore, should be interesting. Uh, that's being adapted for the small screen by David S. Goyer, who wrote all the Blade films and co-wrote the Dark Knight trilogy, so eh, his track record's a little spotty. And the last one... I Zombie, which is uh, based on a little-known Vertigo title. It's about a young woman who uh, gets turned into a zombie, and in order to retain her humanity, she has to eat a brain once a month. So she gets a job in a morgue, and when they're turning it into a TV show for the small screen, they're making it a police procedural. You know, she works in the morgue. Every time she eats a brain, she absorbs that person's memories, and of course she uses those memories to solve their murder. Uh, that one's actually done by the creators of Veronica Mars, so I'm looking for lots of quirky charm in that one. So yeah... Comic books, they are going to be dominating TV screens this fall. You know, like every TV show that comes along, I have the same hope for all of them. I hope they're good. And you know what? I'm about all rambled out for this week's episode of the Targ. You know, I just started doing the Targ again, but I'm thinking I'm going to have to stop again. I'm just looking at the calendar, you know. 
as I've done in years past, summer is awfully busy in my day job, so I always wind up taking the summer off from this. And yeah, the busy summer season is almost here. So I'll probably try to keep this going at least until the end of May, and uh, then I'll be off for June, July, and August. That's just what I'm thinking right now, so I thought I'd let you in on my mindset. But anyways, that'll do it for this week's episode of The Targ. I am Mark Appas. I'll see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production.